most diabolical haters this side of the Mississippi. I hate you. I hate you. I don't even know you. And I hate your guts. I hope all the bad things in life happen to you and nobody else but you. Live, ladies, and only ladies. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> All right, cheers! Yeah, cheers. Ben has two glasses of wine. <laughs> one, one. Okay. To be fair, we were drinking bubbly earlier in flutes, and then we were outside, and I didn't feel like getting other wine glasses, so we've just poured the red wine into flutes. Flutes are much too small, and I'm not going to get up and refill that tiny little flute of wine. So I got a big old goblet and filled it with wine. Drink smarter, not so, harder. It, <laughs> words to live by. All right. So you told right. me uh, you had some opinions. Oh, yeah. I got some, some, I got some things, girl. Okay. I got some so opinions. you want to go first? Get it off? Sure. Yeah. So uh, once again, we're talking about The Alloy of Law by Brandon Sanderson, his second Mistborn trilogy. Um, this is like, the first book in the in the trilogy. Yeah. And we're, uh, we're at our like second segment. Yeah. So we're doing about five chapters at a time. Uh, we just... We're doing between chapters five and ten. Yeah. Um... And our last week we we had uh, it was mostly positive reviews about the book. I think there will be some negative reviews <laughs> in this episode. Um, not that it's a bad book or I'm not enjoying it, but I I'm getting I think a better scope or a bigger scope of the book and the series in general. And in getting that bigger scope, I'm not falling in love with any characters. I'm not really falling in love with the setting. Um, there are a couple of things that have piqued my interest, like the allusions to the founders and the originators. And um, some points they make about how their society has, society has evolved in the 300 years since um, the end of the first Mistborn trilogy. Uh, things like that really interest me about the story, but they're few and far between. And basically right now where we are, we're up to the point where, uh, Wax has basically decided to get back into his vigilante, um, lawman ways where he's investigating things. He is not denying that he's immersed in this situation anymore as it becomes apparent in this, in these five chapters, he gets targeted, he gets attacked. Um, but yeah, so the story is opening up and I'm just, I'm just not totally sold on the full story. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping it's kind of like the first Mistborn book where we were sold on, at least, at least for me, when I was reading it, my impression, reading the first book in the Mistborn trilogy I thought the entire trilogy was about was going to be about bringing down the Lord Ruler, yeah. and then Vin kills the Lord Ruler in the first book, and then anything else is possible because in a yeah. trilogy with a you know you when you go into a trilogy you know there is a 
set beginning, middle, and end to the arc of the story. You know typically how it's going to flow. And Mistborn threw that mm-hmm. to the wind, which was really, really cool. And I'm hoping that by the end of this book, I'll feel the same way. I, I hope that this first book is kind of, I don't want to say inconsequential, but yeah. in, introductory. Yeah, it's. I was hoping for the same thing. like, Because uh, I was always like, Okay, yeah, there's this gang attacking, and then when he's like, who's their boss, though? And then I was like, okay, yeah. yeah if they keep you know, digging, and then, like, it's a bigger thing, and maybe, like, it's an inside job with houses. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, who... So, uh, me too. I'm just like... Because right now, yeah, if it is... If this is the story, it's just him chasing gangs for three books. Uh, okay. And I doubt that'll be it. Yeah. I doubt that'll be it. But like, it doesn't for... have to be as grand as the first trilogy was. Obviously, it probably can't. Like, that was, like, really hardcore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, the gods and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, it could become something bigger yeah. for sure. Yeah. And at, and at this point, at, like, you know, 200 pages into the first book, there was mention of grander things than have been mentioned in this book. Mm-hmm. So, like, you knew that Vin was destined for greater things very early on in the book, the way she was written, the way um, yeah. she entered her training, the way she kind of just absorbed everything that was happening around her. You yeah. knew that she was just, going to be destined for great things. Yeah, they just masked it by like making you think it was all about the Lord Ruler. Exactly. Wags, I do not get the sense that he's destined for great things, which mm-hmm. is not really... That's not what my issue is about, because... There is, okay, so this author, also everyone should look this guy up, L.E. Modisett Jr., the initials L.E., and then Modisett Jr. He writes fantasy books that are great, and they're, uh, a lot of the times, are very, very character and setting driven, and not so much plot driven. So a lot of times, they don't have this kind of quest formula Mm -hmm. to it. There's no... Um, group of companions going out and uh, accomplishing a, a set upon goal to defeat, you know, a, a, yeah. a great evil or whatever. It's most often about a person who's just one of many other people. They are special in some way, but a lot of times they just, you know, live their life as a guard or a carpenter or a woodsmith or an ironsmith while being special. And it's it's more about, you know, the, the world that he's created. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of storytelling, I really, I really like when things are less plot driven, more character driven, more, more setting driven. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not getting that from this. Yeah. Here's another thing I'm holding on to that I'm like, it could be good because of this. One, the like, will it become something grander? And two, they're going to the roughs in the next. Oh, you know it. Yeah, well, for sure. We're going to see they, the rest. There's been well, he already episode. said in the last one, like, we got to go see this guy who they think is, like, the, yes. the, the boss or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's in the... So they're going in the rust, which, yeah. like, adds, it's a whole other thing. So I'm, like, I'm excited for that to see how mm-hmm. that is. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just... I have a bit of the same sentiments as you. I just like, I, it wasn't hard for me to read. Like, no, it, not it was, at all. It was, it's in fact very easy to read. Yeah. It's still super easy read. It's still a super enjoyable yeah. read. I'm just not like, like I, yeah. a couple times, like, okay, the first chapter uh, that we read, like from the second part of chapter six, I guess, mm-hmm. or seven, the fight scene, basically. 
That was a fun one. It was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. That was a good one. It like And Brandon it, Sanderson is great at that. He's great at yeah. writing action magic. He's mm-hmm. really good at uh, getting you into a fight scene that is completely implausible because it's all based around this system of magic that he's created. Yeah. And I find that really, really cool. Yeah. And like Wax's like combination of magic is so good and useful. And Wayne's. Wayne's, Wayne's combina- good. combination yeah, we got to of see magic Wayne is, fight. And that was really cool. Yeah. I really liked to see an in-depth uh, like display of his powers. Yeah. Which his style is basically go up close, do the bubble, and try to just go as close combat. He doesn't use guns. No, yeah, because and that's also explained why he yeah. doesn't do why he yeah, doesn't he use guns. Like, yeah, his origin story kind of. Yeah, yeah, his origin story, how he became a lawman. Yeah, you know, whatever. I didn't really give it, a it shit. Did, yeah, that it was, much so, of a shit it was about just it. like the most unoriginal. Like he killed yeah. somebody and felt bad about it. Yeah, and he was with a gun, and now he can't use guns because he. It it seems like a very it seems like the origin story of like a D list DC character, yeah. Yeah. like some like like some like Batman. someone who was a Punisher, but like not yeah. you know like some like, like Batman's cousin from the trailer park. Or like who, who cares about your yeah? Oh, Punisher was Marvel, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, it was just yeah, it wasn't great. It was not a great origin story. I enjoyed um, his chapter where he was impersonating the cop. And when that was interrogate, good. that was really good. He's like a, he's like Ricky. <laughs> just yeah, like, just, cops are so fucking yeah, dumb. Just so fucking dumb, <laughs> idiots. <laughs> yeah. The whole time I just kept thinking yeah. of Ricky. Ricky from Trailer Park Boys. This is or we immediately get because we're obsessed with it. But you might know Ricky from uh, Trailer Park Boys, a Canadian classic of television. Yeah. But also look that up. Maybe we'll do a podcast about Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I like Wayne's style, and also he can be reckless. Like, he can not use a gun because if he gets shot or like it put himself into a speed bubble and heal, heal. Yeah, yeah. Speed so bubble is, healing, like speed bubble heal, is super sick. super cool combination. Yeah. yeah. So Wayne's really cool. Or oh. his powers are really cool. Wayne is cool on his own when wax and wayne are together which here's another thing wax and wayne i know <laughs> I come on i like there's one I like know. i like it and I, I, i'm like i don't know it's too on the note it's too obvious i know but anyways uh their banter i'm not a fan of it's okay. It's okay sometimes, and then it's very times, like, like okay. It's Wait, very like I just hate how PG yeah. boys trying to think they're edgy, clever, like PG yeah. straight boy thinking they're clever, and I encountered that enough in my <laughs> regular life yeah. that I yeah, don't, I don't need talk. to read it in fantasy. Yeah, exactly. And the thing I don't like about Wayne is like he's obviously like he's a smart dude, like. Like like I was saying, his chapter when he goes and breaks into the police station and like he outsmarts everybody. He's wildly he's super intelligent. Smart, yeah. But then he plays like an idiot when he talks to Wayne. Like he's like, oh, "I got bullets for your gun." And he's like, "These are rifle bullets." He's like, "There's a difference." Like, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that honestly, that didn't bother me so much I because mean, yeah, but there's often it's these, a, these things of like he's an idiot, and I'm like, he's. But it's a blatant. It, it, it's blatantly showing how Wayne is of a, a lower class than Wax. Yeah. So it's an easy way to show that Wax is an educated city gentleman, and Wayne is a rough, 
uh, rascal, you know? Like, he's very intelligent. His mind works very well, but he doesn't have that education that Wax does. Yeah. And there are, you know, there are a lot of different ways you can show that when writing, but the best way is to show it rather than just, like, explain that, you know, he's from the rest. So in, in showing that... Wayne is the street smart, uneducated type of smart person, and Wax is the more refined, yeah. uh, logical, the more like Sherlocky. Yeah, which is another issue I have. It's way too. He's not even that typical. good at it. He's not even that Marassi good. Marassi, like, yeah, Marassi is like, the genius. You, bitch. Marassi's the she's genius. She's awesome, and she is awesome. But. I hope that she gets. I hope that she gets a bit tougher. Yeah, me too. She's like, I'm just a lady. I'm just... And the reference, the references to her being like a really good shot. I hope are good things. And they only the with a rifle. The cover to the next one, the Bands of Mourning, has a girl in it. Hmm. And I wonder if it's Marassi. I I think I she turns. So. I think she turns law man. Like you know, I, she's going to the roughs. She's going to the rest with them, for sure. I think she's going to get entrenched into their life with them and become a thing. I also do think she is an Alamancer. I think I still think she's secretly an Alamancer. Yeah. Well, uh, here's the other thing I had with Alamancy and all this stuff is to become an Alamancer, you have to snap, right? Yes. You have to go through something very traumatic and it ignites this. Yeah. You snap and then yeah. you get your powers. But um, ultimately what they do with uh the royals or the like the rich people is they beat them almost to death yeah the children yeah and then they find out force them to snap yeah Yeah. so are they still doing that or like how do they know like i don't think they're still doing that because (laughs) i think i think we're looking at a completely new world order and i think maybe alimentic powers are being snapped that way but it hasn't been mentioned, and it has seemed like the powers have been a very natural progression to people's lives. So, like, Wax talks about it... him, like, becoming aware of his ferrochemical powers and his elementic powers. And Wayne talks about how he didn't realize he had these ferrochemical fer- yeah, powers. Yeah. Um, until he's a little bit older, after he had started getting into... Yeah. Um, you know his criminal way of life yeah. but it doesn't mention a traumatic experience that happened yeah. and because it's more inbred like be- all these lines are more inbred now I feel like yeah. the powers are manifesting in new ways that we don't Maybe. know about yet Maybe, that, that's though. what I was thinking because like Marasi says she's not an elementor neither is Steris and I'm like maybe they haven't snapped mm-hmm. like I don't know um or I think because so far Marassi has only denied that Steris is an Alamancer. Mm. No one has asked yet if Marassi sure. is. And that's why I think she is an Alamancer. Because, and that's another thing that annoys me about Wax. And he's supposed to be this like great detective mind, but he's not asking these questions yeah. that I immediately thought of. Like, why wouldn't you ask that? Yeah. You, you were so thir- sure about this theory that you made Marassi swear up and down that Steris was not an Alamancer, but Marassi was also on that list, and you haven't asked her if she's an Alamancer. Yeah. I think she says she's not, but... Maybe she did, but I feel like she hasn't. I think she's only talked about Steris not being. It's true. She has it. And we just recently discovered that she's actually her half-sister, not her cousin. Yeah. So she's actually, blood-wise, she's closer 
than the sixth or seventh cousin that he thought she was. Who's you know? Lord Mistborn? Who they're all connected to? Okay, so they have these names. They have these names. I think Lord Mistborn is Ellen. And I, the Ascendant Warrior is Finn. Yeah. But and then the, how are they connected to Ellen if he never had kids? Exactly. So I'm like, it's not Ellen. It's I not know. Vin. It's not They're Kelsier. Lines, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, who's this Lord I Mistborn? I don't, I need, that they're all connected to. Is it Sazed? He didn't have kids. He was a fucking a eunuch. Yeah, of course. Duh. Like, but he became a god, so he could have maybe created... <laughs> grow a dick. Grow, yeah. Step one. <laughs> Step one, grow a dick. Circumcised or I not. Mean, circumcised or not. Do I want to go obscenely big or do I want to go like, you know... Modest. Modest, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're a god. You can just switch them out. Yeah. You're in the mood for obscenely big. You're in the mood for like a nice, comfortable average. Any color you want. Yes. <laughs> yes. Although you're going to have to skip green. A green dick is never going to look good. Gangrenous. Yeah. I mean, don't knock it till you try it, but we'll see. Fair enough. <laughs> Might give you the same advice. <laughs> um,. Yeah, let's see my notes. I already talked about a bunch of it. I literally wrote, Wayne is like Ricky. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's a... So the, the butler's betrayal... That was a good one. The bu- that was that was cool. That was unexpected. I did. I did not expect. I did that. not. Expect I thought that Butler was gonna be like there the whole time. I'm like, totally. this guy's gonna I mean, be a, a character. We referred to him as the Alfred last yeah. last week. I'm like, he's here to stay. He's, he's gonna Alfred. be the sassy Butler. Yeah, nope. <laughs> a little too sassy. A little too sassy. <laughs> Someone for did my snap. Liking. Yeah. But now, like, so many questions, right? Because I'm like, how long has he been working with whoever's... Well, like, and that's what... I mean, he brought that up. Wax yeah. brought that up and, and had mentioned a couple times. The uncle? Murder or not? Oh, murder for sure. <laughs> the whole family happens to go in a carriage up the mountain. Yeah. They all die. Like, And then the, the butler tries to kill you? Like, Of course it was a setup. So now it's like, why did they want that family? There's, like, that, that yeah. whole thing of, like, the butler yeah. trying to kill him opened up a lot more things I'm like yeah, oh, this got yeah. personal yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So I'm like who are these people that know him yeah. and like no so there, I mean that that could be cool it's just not quite as the storyline that's so far being set out is not quite as epic as I no. was hoping for it to be it's a little bit more mundane which again like I was saying with Ellie Madison Jr I love a good mundane story if the characters are good mm-hmm. and maybe that's my problem is the characters aren't great yeah yeah, they haven't, like... Like, Wayne's all right, but it's it just, like... I, I just Wayne don't like how he's, like... He's supposed to be this, like... He's... A, you hear from Ross, he was like, he's a legend, you know? He's the most famous lawman, and he's not that... you don't that get good. that. And, and Rossi, who's, like, a student, is solving shit that he he stood up all night Exa- for. Exactly. And I'm so, like, dude, like, then what do you... And like, that was... Yeah. You're a good fighter, I guess. Like, that's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. he's really good at that. Yeah. Which, his fur chemical power... It's probably one of the best ones because, like, healing obviously is awesome, but then you have to be sick, yeah, to feel it. He gets to you. He gets in a fight. Be heavy half the time, and being heavy fills up his light one. Are you talking about waxes? Yeah, Wayne. Wax. Yeah, waxes is great because filling you can use and both. depleting. Yeah, filling and depleting is both an advantage. Yeah, yeah, because 
Absolutely, yeah. So I thought like, about yeah, that too. He, like when the butler was blowing them up, and they're like speed bubble, and they're like, "What the fuck we do?" <laughs> and then he like figured out and made himself heavier and went through the floor. It's awesome. But, yeah, yeah. I was like, this. And good. this was yeah. And so and this also answers the question that we were we had proposed last week when we were like, "What's going on with him? Always going on a three quarter weight." Yeah. We should have known yeah. that. When you're going at three quarter weight, you're storing a quarter of your weight yeah. for that entire time. So you're just building passively. Mm-hmm. You're building up a bunch of weight, and then all of a sudden, when you need it, yeah, you're ten thousand pounds. Yeah, so really cool use of that. Uh, the two the two powers combined. Yeah. Um. Let's see. <laughs> I really liked in the the last one when uh, when after the butler tries to kill them and then they like blow up and Wayne took the impact I guess from his back and then he's like healing and he like they just peel his whole oh, back. That was brutal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I I really do appreciate it when someone can write um, write something gruesome enough that is hard to read. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. Okay, I took a picture Scott, of my favorite Scott, quote. Scott Lynch? Is that Scott Lynch? Scott Lynch did that in a book that mm. I had a hard time reading it. <laughs> it's one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. So um, I'm going to try to do this thing where I'm going to read a quote from my favorite part of every part that we read. Awesome. Um, Let's hear it. The, like it's usually stuff that makes me laugh yeah or yeah. like stuff that's really shocking yeah um this one was right after uh the chapter where they like go where they fight uh at the wedding uh-huh. and uh it's when the the cop is like uh, you know go, going into wax and like you fucking idiot you're in danger and then he like finds out that like everybody's safe and they did a really good job yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like uh i have half a mind to toss you in jail for for the night and then wayne replies uh, then do it maybe wax. by morning yeah it is wax yeah then do it maybe by morning you'll found the other half of your mind and we'll be <laughs> yeah. able to have a reasonable conversation <laughs> I, that was I liked that too yeah. i liked that too <laughs> fuck you police yeah um yeah, and then yeah, Wayne reveals his origin story. We kind of talked about that. It's what it's pretty um, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they end it with they're gonna go see this guy named Miles Dagute. <laughs> I don't know how they're gonna pronounce it. How you're supposed to pronounce it, but Dagute. Anyways, he's like they piece together that he's the cigar smoking yeah. lawman who they think is in charge. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm. I think it'll be cool. Still hopeful. Yeah, I'm. I'm still hopeful too. And and really, I mean, despite the negatives that I have said, it is still super enjoyable to read. Yeah, I find my. I find it very hard to stop reading when we have decided when to stop reading. Like me too. I like. I feel like I'm like. I feel like I'm like rationing my weed. I'm like rationing my pages through the days. I'm like I calculate, and then I I usually just sit down and read all of it, and then (laughs) think about it. Until okay. Now. Yeah. No, I, I ration it out day by day, and I always finish early, and I, I always have one day where I do nothing. Yeah. And I, yeah. I've been like working out. I'm like in yeah. better shape. You have a much more structured so day than I do. <laughs> yeah. A lot of times, I'll get home from work at you know two or three in the morning, 
and I'll have probably had a couple shots at work and maybe I went out for drinks after work or had some sh- maybe a lot of times I come <laughs> less, a lot of times I come home you know, slightly less than sober yeah and I'll run myself a joint and I'll go out to my patio and I'll read at three in the morning a little I got a buzz on and it's my favorite time to read yeah. so that's when I that's when I do a lot of my reading but I I have been finding I'm getting it getting through it really really quickly and finding myself wanting more so it is a captivating read I don't know if I would put it on my like most recommended list as I would with Mistborn the first yeah. trilogy but we're 200 pages in exactly that's, that's what I exactly. keep telling myself I'm like I'll, I'll judge it once I'm done the first book yeah and then I'll judge that book by itself. Yes, absolutely. And still, even after the first book, I'm still going to be open-minded that something grand is going to happen. Same, it absolutely, for sure. And, it, I still, and like, again, I it love have Brandon to be, Sanderson. Yeah, he's still doing exactly what I wanted him to do. He's employing magic in a super inventive and creative way. That's yeah, n- unique and just super cool. Yeah, I um, want, I want, like, I don't want God shit to happen. I just want like. Elendil to be in danger, like <laughs> I wanted that to be the like you the, want, you the want grand. a grander scope. I yeah, think, I think what's happening is the scope of this book is it's just too, small scale. It's too focused. They're it's stealing aluminum focused. and robbing exactly. people. I'm like exactly. Whoop to do. You yeah. know, and it actually so this series so far, and again we are only 200 pages in, so it, we don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. But so far, it's giving me a bit of um, Night Runner vibes. And Night Runner is a a series by Lynn Flewellen and okay. Lynn, yeah. Um, it's called the Night Runner series. It is like a queer fantasy, but only because the two main characters are both gay, and the like. There, there is a central romance story about them being together mm-hmm. which is awesome as a gay person who loves fantasy that was super super cool to find um but apart from all that it's a really cool fantasy series and it's about so these two guys are um they live in a metropolitan type fantasy city like a large capital city in high fantasy times and they're spies. They're like agents of the crown and spies. And they um, embroil themselves in the like high society politics of the city. And then they'll also go in disguise into like the slums of the city and act as spies. And mm. so there's a lot of espionage and some magic and some gay love. Which should be in every story, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's very. It, there are a lot of elements that remind me of the story, the kind of yeah. the espionage, the inner city, in a fantasy setting. Yeah, type of things remind me about it. But I really like Night Runner because it was never a larger scope than what it is. Like yeah. it was always. Like they are agents of the crown. They have saved the country a couple of times from encroaching invasions and massive threats that only they could solve or whatever. You know, there there has been that, but it was never bigger than what Mistborn was mm-hmm. with like the gods and affecting the whole world. Yeah. 
So you never expected much from them. Any, some of the books are just about them in the city with political intrigue and it's just them like spying on other lords and ladies houses and it's great. Yeah. Yeah. No, my problem is like, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of similarities, but my problem is I was expecting more out of this series because of how epic the first trilogy was. Yeah. Um, I do but like also uh, Night Runners, Linflaw, and if you're gay and like fantasy, you should read them. Even if you're not gay and you like fantasy, you should read them. They're great. Yeah. Yeah, I really like uh, all the mentions of the religions in this one because they're like mm-hmm. some are like directly to think and like the devil is basically the inquisitors. Uh, Steel eyes or whatever they're calling them. Yeah, they. He's, it's basically the, the devil. It's like the evil god. I think the evil god is the embodiment of ruin still. Yeah, but what pe- people aren't using ruin as a thing. They're using ruination as a swear word. You know, ruination as like a, the embodiment of evil. Yeah, I don't know. Like, whenever they're saying like... I don't know. They always refer to like Steel Eyes as the bad guy. Like the... And he, it's like a god. Okay. Like people like. Oh yeah. Oh no. It's Iron Eyes. Iron you go Eyes. To Iron yeah. Eyes. You go to Iron Eyes. Yeah. And He's like the devil. Yeah. Yeah. And it's basically the Inquisitors. Yeah. Yeah. Marsh. <laughs> Marsh. Like who is a fucking hero? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he hero. a hero. And that's the thing. It's like only the readers know. Like yeah, you know yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Obviously, yeah, yeah, it's not yeah, a real yeah. world, but no one in that world knows. Well, that's another great thing about world building is you have the like broken telephone effect, mm-hmm. where over three hundred years people misremember thoughts yeah. that actually happened, and people like like Vin is less is a lesser yeah nobody gives a remembered shit. person in the history of the new world yeah and Vin like girls. Yeah. You wouldn't be you wouldn't <laughs> yeah. exist without Van. Yeah, respect. You would Mother. exist you would exist without <laughs> Ellen. Yeah. You would exist Ellen's like yeah. you'd be fine without yeah. Ellen. If Vin didn't if Vin didn't do what she did, yeah. y'all would I, be dead. They did mention her, like you said, like she's yeah, the, like the, the, the ascendant, ascendant warrior. Yeah. The ascendant warrior. Yeah. But it was like a quick mention and a it was real just like, quick mention. You know, that that yeah. girl. Yeah. Which again, for world building purposes, I like because it it just kind of downplays yeah. them, the real events. And Vin was very much that person where she yeah, didn't she's want, very secluded. Yeah. She didn't want to be famous. She just mm-hmm. knew that she had the power to do the things that needed to be done. Yeah. And so she did them. And just because yeah. she knew she had to do them, she had the power to do it. And Whereas Ellen, like Ellen was more, he was more showy. Yeah. He had to be also. He had to be. And it was um, his role. And I liked that. Yeah. It was fine. He was, that was great. He filled his role perfectly. So, last question I, I have. Just, everyone should worship Vin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, what do you think they're doing with the wo- the women that they're stealing? So, the theory was from them that breeding. They're, they're breeding. Yeah, yeah. Breeding, yeah. But that's like a long-term fucking thing. That's a though. long-term like, plan. And it was what I had thought that as soon as they said they were only kidnapping women, my, women, my first thought was for breeding purposes. Yeah. Um... Because I knew that it was something deeper than just kidnapping the daughters of lords for ransom money. Like, I knew it was going to be more than that. So I was like, okay, well, they're probably, they're important women. I know as a reader of the series that bloodlines and power, like, 
alimentic and ferrochemical powers are passed through bloodlines and if you have a strong bloodline you're more likely so i had put the yeah. pieces again and was like oh they're probably gonna breed them so that was what i thought at the beginning but because the book mentions yeah that they're reading now i'm like okay maybe not maybe there's a deeper purpose that i just haven't thought maybe of blood Sure, maybe they're yeah, maybe they're bloodletting them. Like something. They're like I think, I think we haven't seen somehow. the last of Inquisitors. I also, I think we're oh, gonna Oh no, s- I think we're gonna see all the things. Yeah. I think we're gonna see all the things in different I'm calling it right now. Forms, we're gonna maybe, see or... some uh, like what is it, Hermalurgy? Hemalurgy. Hemalurgy. Yeah. yeah. Because of guns, it's, we already it's have the, seen. Easiest... We've already we've already had mentions of hemorrhage. There was, if you read the oh back God, I of need the to book, source myself. like the last, because need... the last book always has the like. Here's what all the powers are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. one last section that talked about the three elemental yeah. powers. Did yeah. you read it? No. They talk about hemorrhage. Yeah. <laughs> and how it's like they know about it, but they're like, eh, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Well, because even at the end but, of Mistborn, it was like Vin had figured it out, yeah. and through Vin's point of view we learned about it but it was a secretive yeah it was a secretive branch of magic that not a lot of people knew and the only people who knew it were like the lord ruler and vin pretty much yeah yeah and the coloss and the the (laughs) The inquisitors yeah and they kept that shit secret yeah but now i'm like with guns someone element an elementic guy stands in front of you shoots goes through him into the other person I, like you're gonna definitely see that I think it's too good with yeah. guns like yeah, it's the yeah. perfect thing it, it, with a stake you need to like pin them down like you need to it's a lot more complicated but with yeah. a gun it could definitely happen totally cause like it happened to uh, Spook with like a the knife right uh-huh. like went uh-huh. through and broken inside of him I think something like that's something gonna happen something's gonna launch yeah yeah either wax or wayne is gonna yeah. get like a bullet lodged in them and they're gonna could happen to a bad guy too Allergical powers absolutely yeah. it could happen to a bad guy or they could have already figured out like i uh-huh. think like some of the bad guys will have those powers because mm-hmm. why not like well we already know some of the bad guys are coloss blooded yeah which we don't really know what that means yeah we don't know the ramification. they seem like very like, angry like how coloss are like get like aggressive very, like, yeah. yeah they're aggressive probably have preternatural strength and yeah. reflexes and like they were saying they get like amateurs like these guys aren't pros they're like yeah they keep on mentioning that because they killed yeah 31 they're just like yeah yeah kill some like, people they, well, they killed her incapacitated the 31 of the 36 yeah. or 7 people. But then they're probably, that means probably they're getting like these goons that are just disposable. So the ones up top are just getting these guys to do their dirty work for them Which and like giving them Colossus blood or whatever. Tactics yeah. from the first trilogy. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So there's, there's lots of things that could happen. Uh, right now, it's, I'm not super in love with the characters. It seems a bit too young adult fiction. Yeah. In the you know yeah, I'm in the at, negative con- yeah text. I'm glad that. they're a trio now with Marasi. Just him and Wayne, uh, eh. but when they threw Marasi in there and she's coming along for the ride, I'm like, yeah, all right, she's fun to have. Absolutely, she's like the most her. level-headed out of them all and the smartest by she's, far. Yeah, she's like a genius. Yeah, it's very obvious she has a genius intellect. Yeah, and, and she I can love like, that. She's good under pressure, like because 
at one point she, the guy had like a gun to her head or something and when was like haha lassie and like shaking and couldn't do it and then yeah. she like got out of it yeah yeah like, yep, yep. i think she's got was, good instincts yeah and i think she's doubting them right now she's like oh no like that like yeah. freaked me out i couldn't do that i'm so like i like city things like her yeah. whole speech about how she likes the convenience of the city she yeah. likes uh, I think she, she mentioned was, a, uh, a, a medieval version of Uber Eats. Yeah. She's like, I yeah, can, get, yeah, I can yeah, yeah. get terrace food delivered to me in the middle of the night. I'm like, honey, me too. It's called McDonald's, It's called McDonald's, and I do it daily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think what's going to happen is she's going to the rough. Some crazy shit's going to happen. She's going to snap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Same, and that's why I think that Marassi is the girl on the second cover of the book. She's going to snap and I she's going to, so. yeah, I mean, maybe it should be like the next Lassie, but yeah, they were like, I hate, they, they were I making a shameless it seem... replacement. Yeah. But I do love strong female characters. Me too, yeah. So. I like Marasi, but yeah, I'm not a big fan of love stories in general. I'd rather she, she not, I'd rather nobody but... fall in love and yeah, just absolutely. focus on yeah. <laughs> the things Unless that it's, and here are where my prejudices come out, unless it's a gay romance and then I'm all about it. <laughs> yeah. Because it never happens. It'd be more I, interesting I'm if Wayne and Wax were, were I crave for a, yeah. Oh no. Cause the image I've gotten of Wayne is that he's ugly. Well, he looks at what I think like in the cover. That cover I know, put, and I put try the to, image I in my I try mind. to remember. I try to remind myself that it's the cover because he looks hot. <laughs> he looks all right though, yeah. Though the way he's described in the books, is not my. I don't know. Yeah. But let's see. I'll just have to picture him hotter. I guess. <laughs> 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 That's my bad. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> the bench struggle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I am a sucker for a gay romance. <sighs> There's a lot of a lot of things I have yeah. forgiven. I don't think Brandon's gonna write a gay romance, but no, as a Mormon, probably, <laughs> it's probably not. But also, I wouldn't have thought him to incorporate um, elementic powers and whiskey as a Mormon writer. Yeah. So, I think he's bigger than his religion. Yeah. I think as a writer, well, I think he's his first book, than he, his it's, a, it's about a badass woman, like even just putting women as the main focus absolutely yeah and even in this one i was scared he was going to collect them and yeah adding marasi even steris like she was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah I'm, was... she was okay we'll see I, we didn't get a good like she's very cold and like, she was, i, I kind of a bit of a one-dimensional character yeah like she wasn't written but i kind of liked it because i was like okay of... good like he's not gonna fall in love she's just gonna be this like wife on paper mm-hmm. and he's going to get to do what, and you know whatever the like love contract like, where they're like no more and, than three times and now a week. obviously he's like him and Marasi are going to be a thing yeah or like at least a, a an excuse for sexual tension yeah yeah their relationship which like ugh, we don't I don't need that I, yeah I, I never care that. about I, I, I just it happens and I accept it because it happens in every book yeah but yeah. I'm like I'm waiting for the book where it doesn't and I'm gonna I'm gonna love it <laughs> yeah i mean it's just when there's end of the world shit going on you're not thinking about i uh, a night of passion okay i get and i'm sure absolutely a a drawn out yeah. romance no yeah the, i love no. you yeah no okay. and there was uh, elizabeth hayden wrote a series the rhapsody yeah series that I loved. It was a great series. Uh, the main character was this girl named Rhapsody. Um, 
I'm not getting into it. It's a, it's a whole thing, and honestly, I could talk about it forever, so I know okay. I'll fall into a loop. But basically, in the trilogy, in the first trilogy, um, a large focus is in romance. And honestly, the story was good enough for me to forgive the romance story, but there was a good like 60 to 80 pages where it was just the main character and her love interest Mm. in a like secluded cabin being like lovey-dovey lovey-dovey couple going yeah exactly i just couldn't care less about that part of the book but i did i mean the trilogy was amazing yeah some of the best books i've read had love stories yeah most all of them yeah lord of the rings didn't really no i mean aragorn and um uh, um erwin Arwen. Yeah, but it was very. It wasn't like throughout the like. It wasn't I am a main. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was not even a main theme. Yeah, the, at all. In the book, it was very much a like tertiary thing. Yeah, which is what I want. Absolutely, if it's going to be there, make it like. And especially because like the way it was put into the books too it was it was this uh, human lord and an elf maiden, and they mm-hmm. fall in love. That tragic thing that did have actual implications in. The story, it made sense with it. It didn't overpower the story. It mm-hmm. certainly didn't overtake any other major themes in the story. Yeah. It was good. It was fitting. Yeah. Like, I find... And it brought a female character into the story, like fantasy which stories, it was sorely needing. Yeah. The like, Lord of the Rings needs more... Like, women. to me, fantasy stories are more about friendships than love. Like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Sam and Frodo... I'll remember more than any love story. Absolutely. They're bond. Also, as a gay man, I just <laughs> yeah. picture it as a gay relationship. Yeah. I mean, it's the most perfect one. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But just the, the hardship. Like, it, mm-hmm. they, they just have this thing that's more and, than sex. The, yeah. You know, it's just it's a friendship. What, absolutely, like. absolutely. But like, more than friendship, more than sexual relationship. I yeah. think they truly did love each other. Like, they, mm-hmm. they loved each other more mm-hmm. than anything else. Yeah. And it was beautiful. Yeah. It was beautiful. I love their relationship. That was the, one of my favorite things about the whole trilogy. Yeah. Like, to me, friendships I enjoy more than love. Absolutely same. Love is just too... And Because uh, often what happens in books is... Well, to and me, a book is not that long. And the love isn't like, oh, okay, 10 years later, we've still been dating. We're still... In, it's yeah. always like a month or two, and they're so deeply in love. And I'm yeah. like, dude, it's a fucking month or two. Like, yeah. Come Who on, cares? man. Yeah. Makes no sense. But yeah, I agree with you. The relationship, a relationship doesn't always have to be like a romantic, like yeah. a solid friendship yeah. relationship, and you can have a lot of love in a friendship. Yeah, and it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a sexual nature or a romantic nature or whatever. But that is relationships I react to more in, yeah. in stories. Yeah. So like. Uh, yeah, with Marasi, I'm like I like her as a friend right now, and I want to I want to keep that relationship. Agreed, not like, absolutely agreed. Mm. But you know, like the way I mean, it's it, it's reading very much like pop writing, mm-hmm. and with pop writing like that, you're gonna get a scandalous. Yeah, yeah, it's interest. it's it's very like it, like the biggest surprise 
at the book for me right now was the butler betrayal yep yeah that, that was, was the biggest that was the only thing and i was like whoa, whoa yeah everything else kind of made sense it was it, everything fell into place it was it was all very formula uh-huh, uh-huh. the butler i was like all right sanderson you're back in the game back in the <laughs> you game, fucking got sanderson. me yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, remember, I was Absolutely. like i audibly went like whoa for sure <laughs> yeah that no, was a good one yeah and that's what I think that's what he's the best at. Yeah. As his wow moments are really, yeah. really good. Yeah. Just the set. I, I thought for sure that character was going to be around the whole time. Yeah. And Same. That he's a douche. Yeah. But, and that's, <laughs> yeah. Again, so that it gives me hope for future books because I think he's going to continue yeah. to surprise us. Yeah. And every book gets bigger. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Which is nice. And yeah, I keep His telling myself, I'm like, there's two more books. Elsewhere. So like, I'll, I think the Vanishers is going to be settled in this one. Me and too. Whatever above that is going to Unless happen. they do the opposite thing where they introduce a like inconsequential type of bad guy and the Vanishers actually ends up being like a bigger, huger conspiracy that we have nothing to know. Like maybe he's just like scratching the tip of the iceberg right now in a much larger global conspiracy. Maybe, Maybe, but that's what I'm hoping. But yeah, yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping either that or that the vanishers are not a thing in the second book. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I, yeah, I think I'm halfway through the book. I'm already over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm just curious to see what they're gonna what they're doing with the women. I think that's part of the bigger plan. I think yes. Like, I'm curious about that because yes. there's a lot of things. Agreed. Agreed. I don't think it's breeding because it's like I said, it's too long term, and it's like it'd have to be done. Unless like, they do time skips. Unless it is a breeding thing and speed bubbles, <laughs> they just like speed up the pregnancy. I mean, what do you mean, maybe, like maybe. time skips? I don't know. I don't know. And uh, also, what would they be breeding for? Like, and then like, okay, you breed a baby and then you have to raise it as like that's so long. Yeah. Like I, the I Lord Ruler took like a thousand years to like do the whole thing with the fur chemist. Yeah. Like, so I think I think there's very vital and key things that we're missing right now, yeah. and our speculation I think is once we know everything at the end, our speculation at this point will yeah. be very way off, and we'll look back and think that we're stupid for thinking all the thoughts <laughs> that we have right now. How many? So the next? Uh, are we reading the whole book? The next one? Yeah, I think I think we should probably just finish the book. Yeah. It's a... Okay, so I have the book right here. We're at 217, oh, we're 211? Like, we're like halfway. We're at 210. And there are about 380 pages. Yeah, I think we should just finish the book. Plus, right? I can, yeah. Yeah, I think we should just finish the book. And that way, yeah. We get a three-parter. Yeah. So next time we'll be able to talk about uh the, the whole first, book. The whole first yeah. book yeah and we'll do a recap of the whole first book i'm guessing it's gonna end a bit of a on a cliffhanger which is because like if i know brandon sanderson yeah. it will end on a cliffhanger and yeah so okay yeah perfect oh, i'm so excited yeah all right I hope everyone's reading along with us like, yeah. i hope this is yeah. <laughs> yeah i hope you're reading along with us because super enjoyable and we got lots to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Till next week. Yeah, till next week. What are we doing for song? Are we doing an exit song? We didn't do one last week. Oh, well, sucks for season two, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. No music. <laughs> no music. We had to make budget cuts, guys. Yeah, right? yeah. I was sick of paying royalties to Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, I don't know. What do you want to play? I actually thought of this before. I was like, I'm like trying to think like a a song title like a fitting, that, that fits like fitting <laughs> this. Song. I'm like, we could fit this. Okay. Well, I mean, we're not doing this live, so we could just end this and think about yeah, it think until about we air it. it. Yeah. Here's so, the song we here's, thought about. Here's. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Back in that ass. Yeah. Your mom says hi, Jinx. Everybody's having sex You know, I just got a page from a girl that I met last week at the Payless Shoe source I also have a cutie to call who loves the way I knock on her boots Well, it's time to Mac, let's handle that In two to six hours, we'll meet back then we broke now last show Roll up to her crib with some Bartles and James Up off the bus with the Alizé Now hold up, player, what you diggity doing here? I should diggity ask you the same Then she sang Boys, what want you both? I hope that you think that's cool. So work. I know most guys won't freak together. But she forgot about the golden rule. Guys are still here. It's, it's okay, when it's in a three-way. It's not gay, when it's in a three-way. With a honey in the middle, there's a leeway. The area's great in a one-two-three-way. Fellas, get ready to impress a chick. 